Psalm 104. Praise the Lord, my soul. Lord, my God, you are very great. You are clothed with splendor and majesty. The Lord wraps himself in light as with a garment. He stretches out the heavens like a tent and lays the beams of his upper chambers on their waters. He makes the clouds his chariot and rides the wings of the wind. He makes the winds his messengers, flames of fire his servants. He set the earth on its foundations. It can never be moved. You covered it with the watery depths as with a garment the waters stood above the mountains. But at your rebuke the waters fled. At the sound of your thunder they took to flight. They flowed over the mountains. They went down into the valleys to the place you assigned for them. You set a boundary they cannot cross. Never again will they cover the earth. He makes springs pour water into the ravines. It flows between the mountains. They give water to all the beasts of the field. The wild donkeys quench their thirst. The birds of the sky nest by the waters. They sing among the branches. The water, he waters the mountains from his upper chambers. The land is satisfied by the fruit of his work. He makes the grass grow for the cattle and the plants for the people to cultivate, bringing forth food from the earth, wine that gladdens human hearts, oil that makes their faces shine, and bread that sustains their hearts. The trees of the Lord are well watered. The cedars of Lebanon, Lebanon that he planted, there are birds. There the birds make their nests. The stork had its home in the junipers. The high mountains belong to the wild goats. The crags are refuge for the hyrax. He made the moons to mark the seasons, and the sun knows to when to go down. You bring darkness, it becomes night, and all of the beasts of the forest prowl. The lions roar for their prey and seek their food from God. The sun rises and they steal away. They return and lie down in their dens. Then people go out to work, to labour until evening. How many, how many are your works, Lord? In wisdom you made them all. The earth is full, the earth is full of your creatures. There is the sea, vast and spacious, teeming with creatures beyond number, living things both large and small. There, are, there ships, the ships go to and fro, and Levathian, which you formed to frolic there. All creatures look to you to give them their food at the proper time. When you give it to them, they gather it up. When you open your hand, they are satisfied with good things. When you hide your face, they are terrified. When you take away their breath, their breath, they die and return to the dust. When you send your spirit, they are created and you renew the face of the ground. May the glory of the Lord endure forever. May the Lord rejoice in his works. He who looks at the earth and it trembles, who touches the mountains and they smoke. 
I will sing to the Lord all my life. I will praise to my, I will sing praise to my God as long as I live. May my meditation be pleasing to him as I rejoice in the Lord. But may sinners van vanish from the earth and wicked be no more. Praise the Lord, my soul. Praise the Lord. We are now going to talk about climate change and we need a volunteer. We need a child volunteer. Man-made climate change is when the world is warming up because we are burning fossil fuels and cutting down trees. To show this, we are going to cover you in blankets. Blankets represent gases like carbon dioxide that are given out into the atmosphere. As these blankets represent driving cars. Chopping down the trees. Um, power stations burning fossil fuels. Flying in planes. And over overheating our houses. Do you feel hot, Bethany? Um, yeah. This is how our world feels. The extra heat is damaging it. This morning we are going to think about what God might have to say about this problem and what we can do about it. Max is going to read out a prayer. After that, any children younger than toast stage can go to their groups. Dear Jesus, help us to know... What to do we can do to improve our world and to support nature. Amen. The sun is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For in him all things were created, things in heaven and on earth visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities, all things have been created through him and for him. He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. And he is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning and the firstborn from among the dead, so that in everything he might have the supremacy. For God was pleased to have all his fullness dwell in him, and through him to reconcile himself of all things, whether things on earth 
all things in heaven by making peace through his blood shed on the cross. Hello everyone. My name is Lucy and I'm 13 years old. It's easy to feel small in this world of poverty, terrorism and disasters. But in truth, it is a single people who make up a majority, a population, a community. We can accomplish change if every single person does their bit, and that includes you. In the beginning, God made the world. He looked at his world and said, this is good. God created a world that was good. The words of Psalm 104 reflect this. Verses 10 to 13 say, he, pours, he makes springs pour water into the ravines. It flows between the mountains. They give water to all the beasts of the field. The wild donkeys quench their thirst. The birds of the sky nest by the waters. They sing among the branches. His, he waters the mountains from his upper chambers. The land is satisfied by the fruit of his work. It seems peaceful and describes the world you want to treasure. To me, these verses sound powerful and significant. The picture described in the psalm represents a world that is good and innocent. Look around yourself. Would God say this is good about our current world? Deforestation, animal habitats being destroyed, increased flooding and drought in Malawi. Is this a world that pleases him? No, it is not. God hasn't fixed it. He is not showing neglect or spite, but love. He is giving us a chance, not only an opportunity to fix our fractured world, but a chance to change it for the better. He has given us the power to influence, the power to stand up and announce ourselves, the great responsibility to care for this planet. As it tells us in Genesis 1, he gave us this responsibility at the dawn of time and said it was good. He gave us tidy, insignificant people, power over his creation, and said it was good. But now comes a time of crisis. This world is falling from beauty to extinction. It has been this way for decades. What did we do? We turned our backs. We ignored a problem that we found too great to accept. Climate change is threatening to damage everything on our one and only planet, the planet God granted us with his unfailing love. It is no longer the time to hide or ignore. It is the time to speak and to act. This crisis can leave us fearful, but let's turn fear into hope and hope into action. Let's make the choice. We have a future where we have hope. This is not a time to despair or give up. Colossians chapter 1, verses 15 to 12, talks about the dedication and love of God through Jesus towards all things, regardless of whether they deserve it. The, the bit that stands out for me is, for God was pleased to have his, all his fullness dwell in him, and through him reconcile himself to all things, whether things on earth or things in heaven, by making peace through his blood shed on the cross. This is a source of comfort in our world, that God has the power to do incredible things. Through Jesus, every one of us can find the strength and hope to fight for this beautiful world. We have a responsibility, and it is good. Hello, my name is Sophia. Today I'm going to talk to you about climate change and social injustice. You may not know, but everything you do has an effect on someone else. For example, if you drive your car, you're emitting greenhouse gases, 
into the atmosphere. This causes the planet to heat, which is starting to cause ice caps to melt, which causes unpredictable weather, which may end up in countries being flooded. Climate change is causing unpredictable weather abroad. For example, cyclones, continuous rainfall and droughts. Even if it doesn't affect you, it has a massive impact on others. This makes climate change a social injustice. In Micah, verse 6, to eight, six verse 8, it says, This is what the Lord requires of you. Do justly, love mercy, and walk humbly with your God. I would like you to think about, are we acting justly? In Malawi, the people are suffering greatly because of our thoughtlessness and lack of awareness of how our actions are affecting them. Unpredictable weather is leading to harvests dying, floods have destroyed houses and broken flood wall protection. The, is it merciful that we are allowing them to starve because we might drive a car when it is unnecessary to? In this country, we eat a very rich diet. Our want for beef means the farmers have to breed more cows, which then causes methane to pollute the atmosphere through their burps. Methane is a major greenhouse gas. Now we have a fuller understanding of how our actions affect others. We must try to make choices and think about social injustice and having mercy to those who are much poorer than us and suffering due to climate change. Even though when people speak on climate change, it sounds like a list of negatives, there is still hope in God and through him we can make changes. We don't have to do this by ourselves. This is God's world. He is still in charge and through him we can make a difference.